Welcome in to the PHNX Rising Podcast. It's your boys. I am Max Simpson, and I'm joined by a man who is just days away from the home opener, from the stadium We're opener. We're all just days Four away feet. from the stadium opener, Max. My guy cannot even let me get through the intro without <laughs> saying something. It is, of course, the one, the uh... only, the man who did not drink copious amounts of beers before our Tuesday show in respect for Jackson Conway, even though the, the uh, Welsh pulled off a very nice win. Mr. Owen Evans. Yeah, in case you didn't know yes. from the fact that I hit the hat in behind. You did the, hit, uh, you did try to hit, hide the hat in behind. Indeed, indeed mm-hmm. we did on, uh, on Tuesday, but yeah, 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 it's good. Like, I mean, I may not, I, I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited about the, uh, the game coming up on Saturday. Not quite yeah. as exciting maybe as Max might. Might be. Uh, Michael kind of wants you to cover your face again by the looks of the chat here. Put it it back up. Um, Put it back up. Got you, fam. We all think it's much better in front of his face. Yeah, because they want to see the nice pennant. They they want to see the nice pennant. That's that's what we're talking about here, right? Clinging onto his last little shred of sanity. Boy. Top producer Jacob. All right. Tough crowd already. I would expect nothing less. Appreciate you, Mikey. How you doing, my guy? Um, Yeah, we got a lot of stuff to get into today um it's just exciting man we're definitely going to talk about building up the hype and everything um going into risings home opener stadium opener everything like that but first we got to look at the opponent because it's very very kind of not your everyday situation where we talked about it a bit with jackson conway and he expressed a bit that you don't get redemption against opponent who just beat you this soon in the season, and yes, Rising had a game off last week, two weeks in between po- uh, games against Loyal. But Owen, kind of looking at that Loyal game, how, I know we've talked about it a bit. In retrospect, how should the team be feeling going into this match? It's interesting. I think that, look, it, it's been said and we've said it multiple times now after the game against Loyal on the Tuesday after that game. And now again, we're going to say it one more time. That scoreline was not indicative Mm -hmm. of the performance that was out there on the field. However, Phoenix Rising probably did deserve to lose that game. Mm -hmm. Just not by the scoreline they lost it. Worth noting, San Diego has not won another game this season by anything near that scoreline. They're just not scoring goals, Mm -hmm. apart from against Phoenix Rising, apparently. They got one against Detroit. Sacramento held them to a clean sheet. Um, they, they go, their games aren't really high-scoring affairs, and I think that's something about how San Diego play. They were very patient against Phoenix Rising. They were very willing to let Rising have a decent amount of the ball, mm-hmm. and they were catching them in, in some, you know, I, I think some really dangerous, op- you know, moments sometimes. There mm-hmm. were only a few of them, really, where they really caught Rising in those dangerous moments, but... When they did, I mean, you saw Evan Conway's goal in the first half. Uh, painful. Yeah. Painful, painful, painful. When you give the ball away in that kind of position, Crookson, I believe it was, gave the ball away there. And and within a few seconds, you've got that shot on goal. And there's not much you can do about it. But yeah, the, the style of play isn't really... I mean, we've seen teams in the past kind of packing the, uh, the box against San Diego. They let San Diego possess more of the mm-hmm. ball. San Diego seems to be kind of... I don't want to say it's negative because it's not. They're, that's not how they're playing at mm-hmm. all. They're not negative in, say, a 
San Antonio are quite a direct mm-hmm. negative, you could argue, team. Um, and it's very, very successful for them. I mean, they won, they won the league last year. Yeah. But San Diego, at the same time, I think, and look, we'll delve into some of the stats shortly, but um, as a team, they're a team that do like to invite some pressure. It's just that they hold quite strong against that pressure <laughs> and don't give away particularly good chances, even if they'll give you a couple of them. 100%. Well, and we were even talking a bit um, before we went live here today that even in the quality of chances that Rising's opponents are facing, they're getting a little bit cleaner looks as opposed to Loyal's opponents, if memory stirs me correctly. It's... Yeah, I mean, when you're looking at what Loyal have done, I mean, I, I'm... Yeah, comparing the different stats in terms of how teams are defensively. Um, if you, If you look at just the... Number of shots that San Diego Loyal face mm-hmm. in the average game. I believe they are second per match mm-hmm. um, in the entire league, if you break it down. The number of shots that they face, including blocks. You take blocks out of there, they drop down to fourth in the league. You know who'd actually be third in that one in terms of uh, shots on or off target against them? If Loyal are fourth, who's in third? Well... So there's many things. Would it be Phoenix Rising? It is Phoenix Rising, mm. actually. Um, yeah, but Sa- <laughs> San Diego are blocking a decent number of shots. Yeah. And the shots that they're giving up aren't good shots in a lot of cases. Um, we-, we speak about it every so often, XG. For those of you who don't know what XG is, it's a, a more advanced metric. It-, it assigns a value to each shot. It's kind of trying to say how many times out of... A million is that going to hit the back of the so net? Like, sir, we give it, for, we for, give it a decimal. For, line, for yeah. example, if Jackson Conway's um, idol role model Harry Kane, great, uh, great shout out by there. If he were to, you know, let's say have a, a tap in, as some might say, or a penalty, it would be a higher XG than you know a player who you know is trying to shoot something from outside the box. Uh, no one cares about those wonder goals anyway. Right. So a penalty exactly. is a perfect example. Exactly. Has an XG of 0. Yes. 76 yes. So the way we'd say that then is okay. You're looking at it. You'd imagine. Three quarters of the time, that ball's hitting the back of the net. Yes. Um, when you compare the XG against, San Diego has played a game more than Phoenix Rising. They have conceded more shots than mm-hmm. Phoenix Rising. Again, we include all shots against, including shots that they ultimately block. San Diego has uh, given up 44. They've faced 44 shots. Mm-hmm. Phoenix Rising has faced 27. Yep. Phoenix Rising has an XG against a 3.83. San Diego Loyal has an XG against a 3.69. Mm-hmm. So San Diego Loyal is expected to concede less goals than Phoenix Rising. It's marginal, but despite the fact that they faced a substantial amount more shots. And I think that's kind of testament to what they've done. And it's something that kind of came up when I was chatting with Juan before the first San Diego mm-hmm. game even. And we were talking about... Well, Detroit got a few chances against them, and and right. Juan's point was actually he thinks that maybe they're a bit more disciplined this year. Okay, they're not giving up as good a chance as you'd have historically gotten against this this loyal team. Mm-hmm. Um, they're sticking to their defensive duties more more resolutely. They're not. It's not so easy to find the score sheet against them, and therefore, yeah, that 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 explains a lot of what you're seeing here. The the XG against is. Pretty low, given the number of shots involved. You will still get a couple. You'll still get a couple. They tend to be sometimes a little bit vulnerable to to headers. The header goal, actually, for Sacramento. um, The only goal against for 
San Diego this season in that game against Sacramento on the weekend. Mm -hmm. But when you look at some of the other stuff, they, I mean, Rising have had chances, sure, in that game mm -hmm. against them. Mm. They, they, a lot of them time though they, they were shooting in like traffic Definitely. they were trying to make something happen because they got up into the final third and didn't really have anything now you can question is that on phoenix rising or is it on san diego right but the stats from the season as a whole would suggest that it's maybe a bit of both definitely well and it's interesting right because we usually we can tell certain ways that rising can improve or play better or adjust their game plan based off of how they played the prior week we don't have that luxury because they, again, like we mentioned, they did not play last week. Anything in San Diego's game against Sacramento that stood out and anything we can take away from how they fared against them and maybe a way that Ryzen can take advantage. It's interesting, isn't it? I thought it was a reasonably even game. Mm. Um, I didn't think Sacramento stormed away with it. Uh, I, I think as a whole, though, <laughs> it's tough. It's tough to know exactly what to take out of them. All of these are still very early season encounters. Mm -hmm. And we saw it with, uh, I mean, San Diego managed to grind the results out at home. Um, the first time they go on the road, they struggle a little bit, but I don't know. I Personally, the thing that I'm taking more from is that last game against Phoenix Rising. That's what I think is more interesting here because if they were willing to allow Rising to cause a bit of, you know, to try and establish their possession and just frustrate them in that sense rather mm -hmm. than trying to be this possession dominating side themselves you have to imagine when they go away from home you don't go in the opposite trend there you don't go away from home and try and dictate the tempo of a game right when you didn't dictate the tempo of the exact same game at home you don't do that mm -mm. if you're going to dictate the tempo anyway you do it in front at home in front of your own fans you don't do that on the road and so in a lot of ways to me what what's interesting here is going to be how rising try and pull their attack together because I think they'll get a few chances. Mm -hmm. They've got to bury them. They do. They've got to bury them. And it, I mean, maybe the easiest thing is to just say, well, again, if Rising have a lot of possession, the key thing more is shoring up the defense a bit more. Sure. Right? I understand that because I think if Rising don't give up that goal to Evan Conway early in the, uh, well, in the, not long before the break in the right. first half. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure how that result goes from there. Sure. Um, because I think that Phoenix Rising could well have enough about them to, to hold on. I don't know. I mean, look, the other one that I know actually is Evan Conway. Can we can we shout the fact that Evan Conway for San Diego was scored in every game against Phoenix Rising? Huh. He has played. That's wow. three games he's played for San Diego Loyal against Phoenix Rising. He's scored in every single one of them. It's a thorn in the side, some might say. Yeah, I mean, it's it's interesting. It kind of, you know, when, when you look at that Union Omaha team from 2021, that one USL League One, and the two big stars out of there coming out in Greg Hurst and Evan Conway, Phoenix Rising go down the Greg Hurst route, ultimately have now sent him off to New Mexico. Mm -hmm. See, Evan Conway, is Evan Conway perhaps, would he have been the better uh, option to go with? I mean, he seems to have Rising's number. He does. He does. Well, we'll see. It's going to be it's going to be interesting, especially with seeing how the defense looks. I mean, right. A couple of guys who are um, out on international duty coming back into the fold and everything like that. That's definitely going to be a factor into play. Um, I don't know. I mean, I guess I'm curious and chat, please chime in. I'm always curious, right? This early in the season, we haven't they haven't had a ton of miles on their legs left. Uh, perhaps the international break, something like that 
could maybe throw off the rhythm a bit, especially when you're trying to grow into the season, especially after two tough um, results. Granted, the first one was a draw, but still they would want to win out of that one. Chat, curious what you think if you think the break, you know, do you want the break? I'm of the fact, definitely don't want it this early in the season. Oh, and I'm going to take a guess. Probably wasn't super beneficial that team did not have a game to play last week. Yeah, but at the same time, you look at the the injury issues. Mm-hmm. Um, you look at Rising having to get past that. You look at the fact mm-hmm. that Kev Lambert would have been away had there been a game. It's true. In some ways, I think you can probably say that Rising wanted a an opportunity to try okay. and get healthy. Okay, okay. An opportunity to not have to deal with international absences, something that have always been a little bit of thorn in the side for a team like Rising that have... Normally one or two internationals in there. Okay. Um, and as Pat is saying, there's some stuff that needs working on, right? These first two weeks were not ideal. Right. Now, I will say that the Charleston Battery draw, especially now as you look at what they're doing since mm-hmm. and the results they have gotten since, especially... It's looking especially good. The 3-0 the, win over Tampa Bay Rowdies. That result's looking pretty nice right now. You look at that and say, okay, that that could have been a lot worse. It could have been yeah. a lot worse. But, yeah, I mean, so, something needs to improve there a little bit. They need to get a little bit better at working out of the back. They need to get a little bit better at creating chances once they get into the final third and creating good, high-quality chances. Mm-hmm. They need to get better at burying some of them as well. Um, that, then, yeah, that's, that's one of the problems. Now, one thing, actually, can I toss in a, an extra storyline, actually? Sure, hit me, please. One that I think might be quite interesting. So the uh, referee assignments came out on Tuesday. Yo, here we go. Referee talk. Piero I love assigning it. I love Elton it. Garcia okay. to this Phoenix Rising versus San Diego Loyal game. Elton Garcia, of course, longtime USL referee, uh, referee in the Eastern Conference semifinal last year between Memphis and Tampa Bay. That wasn't the only playoff game he had last year. The other playoff game he had last year, San Diego Loyal versus Oakland Roots. Ooh. So the last time Elton Garcia saw San Diego Loyal, he sent off three Loyal players. They ended that match with eight men. Oh, dear gosh. Yeah. So just something to bear in mind. Yeah, there you go. And I I, I mean, it's, it's, it's an intriguing one, right? Because some people are probably saying, oh, three players sent off. No, they all deserve to be sent off. Okay. Can we we be clear? You can't go up as uh, Thomas Amang, who's no longer there with Mm -hmm. San Diego, did. And you get a yellow card and immediately walk up and poke someone in the face. It's probably not great. You're going to get a second yellow card. Um, There's no footage as to quite what happened on the second red card, but most accounts from there appear to be that someone was sucker punched. So, I mean, (laughs) and then the the third one for Stoneman, I think, um, was just a stupid, stupid uh, decision making, really. But. A lot of a lot of cards in that game. Nine yellows, three reds, and I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued to see them matching up again. Uh, again. I say matching up with Elton Garcia out there with San Diego Loyal. I, I'm. I don't know. I mean, San Diego's a team that sometimes I think can be a little bit emotionally immature. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Well, I think that's shout been the out. case several times. I yeah. think that sometimes it's led by some somewhat emotionally immature behavior on the bench actually mm-hmm. i think that landon donovan i even think that um that nate miller as well has, has shown that sometimes that okay, they okay. create a tone of aggression uh at times towards officials in particular actually that does lead to 
the team playing a bit close to the line sometimes. Um, and hey, maybe maybe you start get a goal, get a second, maybe even at home. Could be a miracle. You never know. Sure. Maybe that maybe they'll do that. Um, and you see how San Diego react to that, and yeah. especially with a referee that's willing to go to the pocket like Elton Garcia is. He's shown that historically. Is never yeah. one to shy away from getting the cards out. Yeah. Well, it's kind of kind of interesting going off of going back real quick to your point about how the Charles just because I'm seeing in the chat here how the Charleston battery result looks pretty favorable because I'm following this thread in the chat and it's okay, you said that Charleston smashed Tampa Tampa, but Mikey is saying that okay, but El Paso smashed Tampa. And then Harry is saying, okay, but El Paso smashed Loose City. So there's this whole thread. Yeah, El Paso smashed Loose City, not Tampa, I think is it. Oh, that is correct. It was a correction. Got it. There. Well, I, yes. Okay. Well, it's a nice little thread of boom, this team beats this team beats this team. High expectations. So that Loose draw City's is dealing with a, a lot bit of better right now. Yes. To be fair, they, they yes. had a very depleted <clears throat> squad for that game. A lot True. of serious first team candidates well and going um, and, and also going back to our topic about hey is the break worth or not seeing back in the chat as well a lot of the chat once again disagreeing with me signing with you saying the break is good to work on stuff glaring need mikey saying injuries lambert would have been out everyone saying the same thing i respect that i respect that and you know maybe it's something to get right maybe the team just needed a bit of a refresh and if you need a refresh, make sure to head on down to Circle K. They got everything you need. We love working with them. The team loves working with them as well. I actually saw something tweeted from their main account yesterday. They're doing a whole thing where they're trying to nominate soccer parents and they're giving out tickets to Saturday's match, doing a whole really cool efforts with them. So got to love to see that. I remember as a as a young lad in Tucson, Arizona, playing uh, soccer tournaments on the weekends and stopping by at Circle K. Saying Tucson's not going to get you any... Oh, uh, I'm, I'm not trying to. I'm just stating a fact. If anything, uh, Tucson's a deterrent uh, for those who uh, may be there. But I digress. But yes, I'm familiar with Circle K. My mom, shout out my mom, great soccer parent, giving me Circle K and all that stuff during the breaks in between tournaments. You can go to Circle K. They got all the great stuff. Iced coffee for just $1.89. Polar Pops, Red Bulls, uh you know, packs them three for eight Red Bulls, monster energy drinks, three for six dollars, all kinds of great stuff. You got the snack cart, which producer Jacob is wheeling in here. Uh, any, anything from the trolley? No, nothing for me. Nothing for me, sir. I'm good for the minute. I've got my beer. We appreciate you. you. A really bad job of stocking. This okay, like no. Oh, my gosh. This man just literally wiped out two insults in one and they're both partners during this break how dare you but don't be like jacob and insulting me for not having a circle k refresh cart get yeah, some jacob, for yourself jacob, be very careful about this the more that you insult max the more you're going to be having the chat ask you to join the show gosh darn it no get don't don't be like me and apparently not restocking the snack cart get some for yourself make sure you're not missing out on anything and be stocked up all March long, head to circlek.com slash store dash locator. Again, that's circlek.com slash store dash locator to find Circle K's near you and get some delicious stuff, especially ahead of rising, that tailgating, fuel bond snacks, everything. And by the way, head on out to Four Peaks. Love them. We're drinking. I'm drinking the Golden Lager today for uh, those who celebrate uh, opening day and uh, beer drinking. Owen, what are you drinking, sir? Uh, I've got the Sunsbury. 
because I was told that the uh, Sunsburn needed drinking. Uh, so, no, um, that, no, it, no. Not going to let these goods to waste. Also, that, uh, there was no, no wow Mikey, I did not get his wow. Get the wow. I, am, I am, of course, failing now at two different partners yeah, at restocking because yeah. apparently I restock things around here. It's my job, Where's apparently. Wow, oh, okay, wow. I'll, give you, I'll give you a wow. Restocking is one thing. Okay. You're the one that coordinates getting the wow in the building. Oh, how dare you? Oh, how dare you? All right. All right. I see how it is. Well, uh, wow is my reaction to all this animosity. But don't be like these guys. You can hang on out at four. So you're even getting stick for being from Tucson in the chat now, man. Oh, OK. You're from Tucson. Yes. Mikey, I'm from Tucson, but I left my guy. I left Tucson. I got I got out anyway. Be, be better than me apparently be with be with our friends at four peaks at their eighth street pub for the nfl draft carnes had the third pick there doing all kinds of great stuff we're gonna be out there with all kinds of specials more to come but the best place to take in that moment is at the four peaks eighth street pub on the draft april 27th it must be 21 years or older to enjoy responsibly goodness gracious you guys can't even let me get through my advertising reads my pride and joy because you guys just Gosh darn it, you just, you, you bring me down because you're not letting me restock things. How dare you? Don't be like these guys, support our partners. Appreciate you guys. Actually, that's why, because everyone was supporting the partners so much, we were out of a restock. Wow. I would like to support the partners. Of course. Much harder when you don't restock. How dare you? He's got a good point. All right, He's let's move. Let's talk let's about move the heck actually on. one thing here. Pat oh, here has put in go. here. No, no, serious football okay, talk now. Okay, right. okay. He was worried I was about to bully him again, but it's okay. We got some serious football talk <laughs> I'm never here. Worried. Pat Moses saying, I think the key is rising needs to get one in the first 20 minutes, get the crowd rocking, give the boys some belief. I actually would tend to agree. I think that rising is key for this game is that they need, need to be more clinical yes. in the final third. And early. I, I'm no statistician. But count on less than one There's hand the number. Of, not, Max. Yeah, well, that's fair. But um, count on less than one hand the number of goals that Rising has scored in the first half of this season. That's a big old goose egg, folks. That's a fact. We've only scored one goal this season. Yes, Max. and it was in the second half. So yeah. am I wrong? Am I wrong? We no. can count to one. Chat. Tell me I'm wrong. You'd be wrong if you did. But yes, I agree. Start clinical, and it's not just scoring yeah. the goals, which is obviously helpful to winning games, but it is. Being a bit more attacking, I think, right, we saw the first match. It was a lot of slow buildup playing at the back. Okay, second match, a lot more better within that buildup. Final ball was lacking just a tad, but they're still getting more shots on. I think you're playing the same team twice. It's very hard to beat a team twice, especially in this short of a span. I like rising chances purely because of that. And then you also factor in the home crowd, which is going to be electric. Again, we're going to hype that up. Got a gas up segment. It's not a Circle K read, but we are going well, to we'll gas say, them that up. Home the crowd, that home crowd is going to be electric. Yes. I was told earlier today over 9,000 tickets are already sold for that game. That's a lot. That's a lot That's of a tailgating. Lot of tickets. It's a lot of burrs, a lot of everything. Yes. Super right. exciting. Um, You want to talk about the home openers through the years? Yeah, we're going to talk a bit about the home openers through the years. And what we decided actually going into this segment is that we're gonna we're gonna really cause some issues here for our, our good friend Max. Max, we appreciate you, but it's always a but. That's okay. I'm gonna test your knowledge of chat, help me rising. Out. Chat, help me out. Home openers and chat. Feel free to play along yeah, help me at out, chat. home as well. So we've got two questions for you, and okay. I need you to guess as many of these as you possibly can. Okay. Okay. We're gonna start the first one. So Phoenix Rising has played quite a few home openers now. Sure. Under the name Phoenix Rising. Yeah, okay. Fair the distinction. The last time that they lost a home opener was back in 2017. The very first one 
under the name Phoenix Rising. They lost that game to Toronto FC2. They lost it by a scoreline of one goal to nil. But Max, how many of the starting 11 from that day can you name? 2017 Phoenix Rising home opener. I want to know, how many can you name? Oh, man, dude. That's tough because that was that was the year I Oh no, I oh that makes it so much worse. I'm sweating a bit. Okay, um Okay. Alright, 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 alright. Give me Alright, starters, starting eleven. Yeah, you, give, give me literally one of them to start you even. Kev Lambert. Kev Lambert was not with the team at that time. Congratulations, wow. you got the first one We're wrong. Off to a horrible start. Right. Um, okay, give me a goal here. Um, is that Waz back then? Waz was an unused substitute gosh, for that game. Gosh, it! You got uh, another one wrong, Max. Oh my gosh. Oh, man. Um, okay. Well, You're getting just, the buzzer now. That's just rude. Um... You still haven't so, named one of them. Okay, we're getting it. Solo was on the team? Solo wasn't with the team that's at what that I was, point. That's what I was saying. She wasn't on the team. I was thinking out loud. Mm. It was not an answer. It wasn't an answer. Unbelievable. Uh, let Are me... you going to cheat by asking the chat what uh, is uh, put up there? Go Peter Ramage. Peter Ramage is one of them. Yes, well done. Uh, Don't give Sean, him claps for that. He's uh, taking them from the chat. Sean Wright Phillips. Sean Wright Phillips is another one, okay, yes. Okay, okay, okay. Mm. I'm going to go feeling Omar Bravo. Omar Bravo did indeed start up wow. top in that doing, game. Doing pretty darn good. <clears throat> Thank you there, Mike. Appreciate your help. Um, oh, my gosh, man. Dude, it's so... Oh, my gosh. Was that six years ago? Holy heck. It's a while ago. It's a while ago. You'll know some of these names. You're going to kick yourself. I am going to kick myself. I was going to say because I was like, I already swung out on a couple of them. Um... Dude, <laughs> um, you gotta work oh out because some of these gosh. are right and some of these are wrong. Actually, in the oh, I know, no, oh, I know, I see that. That's why I'm not relying oh, the on the chat more hardly. No, on, dude, go. gosh darn it. Um, how many am I at? Three or four? Uh, you're at three. You got three of the eleven. Hmm, that's that's not bad, man. That's that's not bad for uh for if we're that's talking mediocre. All right, well, yeah. Hey. Are you giving up or are we carrying on? No, let's carry on. Let's carry on. I don't want to bog down. Give me, give me some more. Come on. Oh my gosh. Um, let's go. Oh, dude. Gosh darn it. Uh, no, dude, I'm stalling. I'm stalling. I'm tapping out. Well, the chat got quite a few of them, but here's what we'll go. I don't trust the, I don't trust the chat. goalkeeper was Josh Cohen. Oh, wow. The backline, you said Peter Ramage, but you missed out Victor Vasquez. Okay. JJ Greer. That's uh, fair. As Pat brought up there. Fair shot. Cody Wakasa, as Pat also brought up there. Mm -hmm. uh, in the midfield, Matt Watson. Mm -hmm. You mentioned Sean Wright Phillips, Luke Rooney, Mike Seth, <laughs> Luke Rooney, and Jason oh Johnson. And then Omar Bravo, of course, the starting centre forward, as you mentioned. Alessandro Origi, Andrew, Andrew mm. Gray, and Chris Cortez off the bench. The Ooh. other unused substitutes we mentioned was earlier, Uchenna Uzo, Blair Gavin, and Romelio Hernandez. Dear gosh. So that's the 18 from that game. I'm not too great. Chat, thank you, kind of? Should we throw him under the bus one more time? Oh. We've got one more question chat, for him. Chat, you can say no. Chat, I'll just take one throw no. Throw him under the bus. No, right. chat, literally Max. one person says no and we won't there do it. There are a please. total of one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen players that have scored in a Phoenix Rising home opener since 2017. 
How many of the 13 can you name? <sighs> okay. You ready? Let's go. You said 13 different players. 13 different players, yeah. Oh, dear gosh. Okay. Okay, okay, okay. Um, I'm going to do some low-hanging fruit here. Drogba? Didier Drogba has not scored oh my in a gosh. Phoenix Rising home opener. Can we get the buzzer, please, Jacob? Tough. How about... No, I don't want the buzzer. Uh, how, yeah. about, how about Chris Cortez? It's a good shout. Chris Cortez, good shout. I like that. Now he's scored against OKC. Oh, no. I'm also... No, I'm going to go on conventional. I'll take, Kev, okay, I'll take Kev. Kev Lammer. Kev Lambert. Is he in my it list? Seems like, it seems like an unconventional one. He has. One. Yep. He has, yeah. Seems like a good shout. Um... Give me, oh gosh, um, do 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 did did Santi score Santi Moar? He has Santi yes. Moar. Okay, he's actually one of the, uh, I believe, the only player to score both for and against. Okay, Phoenix Rising. But that's a good shot by Mike. Uh, but I like Picaro. Picaro, yeah. Yep. Okay. Um. Mm, 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 mm. Dude, this you guys make this tough. Um, what about? Oh, dude. Um, give me. What about? Why do I feel like Joey Calistri is in there somewhere? No, no. Kind of a random no, shout. Joey Calistri. So what have you got so far? You gave me Chris Cortez. Mm -hmm. You gave me John Becerra, Santimo, Kev Lambert. I mean, I guess so. That's a good shot by Pat. Solo is a little hanging fruit. Solomon Asante. I can't believe it took you this long to get Solomon Asante. Because I yes. was I was deterred Solomon by him Asante. not starting. You threw me off by Indeed. the 2017 question. Um, Solomon Asante actually is the highest scoring player in Phoenix Rising home openers and the only one to do so in three separate How many? How openers. many does he have in home openers? Four goals. He scored one nice. against OKC, two penalties against New Mexico in Harry Kane style, and he okay. scored against Portland Timbers two in 2020. That is just a tough shot right there uh, with the Harry Kane. Jab. Um, wow, this is really you guys put me under the under the fast one uh, under the cosh, as they say. Um, mm, 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 mm. I'll give you hints for two of the remaining ones. Please hear me. One of them scored a hat trick in the home opener he scored in, and the other one I've got here has scored in two separate home openers. Those are two of the remaining ones. Is a fair few more who've scored one goal. Mm, in so who would have scored a hat trick in a home opener? I like the shot of J. I like the side of JJ from Pat Moses. JJ, Jason yeah. Johnson. Yes. He's not one of those two that I was giving you hints at, but he is a home opener scorer. He scored that. against New Mexico in 2019. Dude, who, he scored the goal. Hat trick one is probably incredibly low-hanging fruit, but I am my mind's mush, dude. It's been a week. Who's the who's the hat who's the hattie? The hat trick, Rufat Dadashov. Okay, I know why. With a hat trick against Portland Timbers 2 in 2020, that last game before the shutdown for COVID. Oh, gosh. That's not fair. It doesn't even count. The other player oh, who my scored in uh, two separate home openers. Any guess? Can I get a position? Nah, it gives it away too much. <sighs> Ooh. I'm man. giving you a clue already. Oh, stop. Um... Ooh, 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 um, pass. Aiden Quinn. It was it. All right, I saw Aiden that Quinn. It. The chat brought him out. They did. Some I of the others it. you All will right. probably kick yourself when you hear. Arturo Rodriguez scored in last year's home opener. Greg Hurst scored in last year's home opener. Mm -hmm. And another one that you probably wouldn't have gotten to be fair, but I wonder how many of our chat would have gotten this as well. Manuel Madrid 
scored oh, wow. in that home opener. Huh. And the remaining two then both scored against Portland Timbers 2 in 2020. They are Junior Flemings and Lagos Kunga. Lagos Kunga, of course, coming off the bench to get a goal late in that game. Hmm. Interesting. interesting. How, how, what do you think you did there, Max? No, I did not do well. You did not do well My, either of those. So yeah. Max here, I'm sorry. It's poor. Yeah, that's fair. You've let us down. I would say it's rubbish. Yeah. I, if I let you down, that's it's kind of on you guys. Um, <laughs> you, Chad, could have done better. Um, that's right. I'm turning this right back at you. Um, you let me down. Didn't really give me enough great answers there. Um, did help a bit. So thank you. Um, but again, my brain is mush. It's been a, it's been a week. So yeah, uh, that's what I got. Um, see Devin here with uh, L Jersey Max. Um, you know, it's yeah. honestly fair, man. I, I you know, I, I'm not a. I like I like the looks. Is the aesthetic uh, is more of it. But yeah, that's about all I got. It's a nice uh, maroon color. It's the L there to go with the, the result. From it's the uh, quiz. it's fitting. Well, you know, man, I, I was tough. Um, I really would have liked to Google it, which I should have done, but alas, I didn't. Uh, maybe I just need to unwind, and I'll do that by taking some OGs. Our great friends at OGs, they got the happy balance to really help me balance things out after such a disastrous performance. A nice mix of THC to really um, allow me to unwind and de-stress, but also the CBD just to just, you know, get the, get the body moving in there. So the whole body feel, I love that. Uh, their happy balance gummies are lives on the shelf. So we're going to be doing some great things with them. A buds of Palooza coming up around the corner. That's just a little Easter egg. So check them out at the shelves again at ogsbrands.com. You must be 21 years or older to enjoy and appreciate you guys in the chat. There are a handful of you who are diehards, uh, much to my chagrin because, well, you guys are just always on our shows and giving me a hard time. I do love you guys. Nonetheless, if you want to become a diehard today, check out phnxlocker.com to grab your membership, receive exclusive content, discounts on all our events and merch, access to our Discord chats, all of that stuff. Pat already saying, oh, geez, might have been the cause of that performance. Uh, cannot confirm or deny. Uh, might have been. Maybe it was the four peaks. Maybe it was a bit of everything. What but hey, we move on. Appreciate y'all um, for, I don't even want to say supporting me, but well, I guess it could have gone worse. Uh, <laughs> um, well, let's quickly Real question, move. Max, oh, was boy. how would you compare your performance to Rising's performance in San Diego? I think Rising at least showed some some promise. I'll be I'll be I'll be I'll be, ad- I'll be adequate. Fair. The, the, the I think I think my performance was very uh, dilapidated and uh, and foggy. And Rising's I don't think was that. So it's worth yeah. noting, of course, that Phoenix Rising won their last three home openers. So you're saying there's a chance? There's a chance. Mm. Even last year, when they were very mediocre overall, they won that game quite handedly. I like that. In the first half, at least against Monterey Bay FC. Here we go. So okay. uh, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. But uh, okay, should we talk a little bit around uh, what's been happening elsewhere in USL? Let's touch on some key key results. Yes, Let's have a look at some of those key results. It was of course a game midweek this week. Nil nil draw. FC Tulsa against Pittsburgh. That game took place on Tuesday night. Elsewhere, besides that, you had Louisville City losing three 0 at home to El Paso. I know the chat were hopping in there. Louisville had quite a few players missing, but that's still a very big surprise. Mm. I think most of us were. Pretty strong on Louisville's chances going into that game. Yep. Eh? Uh, Charleston Battery, of course, again, we mentioned this one earlier. 3-0 over Tampa Bay Rowdies. Mm-hmm. That one, a couple of red cards in there for the bench. Uh, Tampa Bay's one coach. All I'm saying is if anyone has any question marks, go back and watch the broadcast and you see this guy a good four yards onto the pitch. The coach. 
Not great. That would be why he got sent off. But there we go. Um, Orange County 2 all with Las Vegas Lights. Wow. Interesting. Yeah. And uh, I think the biggest one, if we're looking, not looking at the game that we talked about earlier with Sacramento and San Diego. Yep. I'm going to go with Oakland Roots. Oakland Roots yet again having their home opener called off. It's the second time this has happened in three years because of issues with the field. It's pretty tough. And uh, apparently what happened there in Oakland is the college team that, that owns that stadium wanted yes. to redo their turf. Didn't do the uh, didn't give the infill enough time to set. Seriously? And okay. so when Oakland Roots went to put their turf on top of this, it sunk in parts. Mm -hmm. So it was not flat. It was not a safe playing surface. They've actually had to move their game for this upcoming weekend. They're playing New Mexico this coming weekend. They've had to move that to uh, CSU East Bay. Oh. They can't play at Laney College at the moment. So Interesting. No idea when they're going to be able to play at Laney College. The... The word out of Oakland is they're just waiting game by game. They're going to take it week at a time and, and see when they can move back there. But yeah, that's not ideal. You think that's it, not ideal. You think uh, team name Roots, they'd have a bit better uh, handle on their field. Am I right? Am I right? Uh, at least uh, it's not the Aldreo OKC field that they had initially. That was the the jigsaw <laughs> field. Oh, gosh. Yeah. I love, um, love a good base. Love a, always love a, a good well, how's it comparison to a nice baseball diamond? Mm -hmm. Always got to love that. I think the other interesting game that sticks out though this coming weekend for me is Tampa Bay Rowdies. They, they lost that last game big last weekend. Can they bounce back? They're hosting Birmingham Legion. Legion being a side that have really not been too bad this year, to be fair to them. Okay? They, are, look, they beat Hartford. They beat Tulsa. They beat Pittsburgh. They are free games, free wins. Yep. Can they keep this going? That, that's an interesting one for me but of course the game that we really care about it's the last one the last of the one weekend of the night and right, that means that for go. half an hour let's at the go. end of the day it'll be the only game being played in let's usl go. championship let's go we're talking about this one baby april 1st 2023 no joke no seven unlike india 11 and their ongoing Hello. you seen their april fool's joke Oh, gosh, no. Uh, they're claiming that they're going to have QR codes on the back of their jerseys instead of numbers. That is... That's, that's an April Fool's joke. It better be. That's terrifying. Anyway. They would never get away with well, that. No. So, yeah. I mean, yeah, but we've also seen teams attempt... <laughs> Let's just say that the rules team to try to bend them. Anyway. Okay. Uh, San, name, naming no names. So, oh, sorry. Knowing, to, uh, knowing no names. You know who you are. Fan in the chat, uh, yeah. You know who you are. Um, all right. This home opener. It's at 7.30. It is the latest, is the only one at 7.30. It's the latest kickoff of Saturday. All other matches will pretty much be finished right after the stroke of halftime, probably around the 56 minute, whatever. So all eyes are going to be on this. It's the primetime spot. It is amazing. You have how many tickets again we say sold? Uh, over 9,000 tickets already sold. Very few remain over, at this point. Over 9,000 tickets sold. They actually sold. shifted over 600 yesterday alone. 600 so, tickets, folks, so in at one. at this point, I go. think it's safe to say if this isn't a sellout, it is going to be very, very close. Let's pack this mother. Okay. It's, I mean, man, you're you're just hyped. And I think this is something... There's just so much going on throughout the city. You see the light rail being wrapped in rising colors. They put out the 
video today with tailgating, which we already knew was a thing. But as a welcome gift, they are already doing waiving all parking fees for Saturday's match. So packing the place, go buy light rail, go buy tailgating and park your car for free there. It's going to be amazing, man. I mean, I think I, I saw your tweets earlier and it was really cool how, man, you always get, you always get super like excited and you romanticize this sport a bit, but really something about, again, a home opener, but really like a whole new era of a community where you get to see it in home and in person. That's exciting, man. It's, it's a whole it's new so era for amazing. this club. I think that just being able to play in Phoenix after the, the those two years down at World Horse Pass where I think, quite frankly, we have to be real, it was a big flop. Yeah. Um, yeah. There were a variety of reasons for that. The relationship with the with the reservation was just not good. Yep. It was not good. And and that caused serious problems for Phoenix Rising um, in terms of what they could offer to fans, all kind of things like that. Then then you come back here and you've suddenly got playing in Phoenix, public transport connections. There's going to be free to use. Uh, you've got Dollar Beer Nights are back. Obviously not this Saturday, but Wednesday, Dollar Beer Nights are back. Yep. I mean, it's a stretch. It's a it's a stretch of like, wow. It's it's just crazy that we've been building this up, and we now get what is it? Saturday, Sunday, Monday, two two matches in a span of five days, and one of them's a dollar beer night. But this that's first why one, I'm intrigued how the pitch is going to hold that. But this that's always yeah. a challenge. But um, but this first one's amazing. I we'll mean, see. right? I saw my I saw Pat's comment in the chat. Ten thousand on Saturday. Yeah, it's not a bad shot. Two thousand for an open cup That'd game a couple years two, later. I think. Especially with dollar beer dollar nights, beer I completely night agree. I think they, it's not going to be ten thousand on Wednesday for the open cup. It never will be. But I think that you will get a reasonable, especially with all the different access going on um, the, and, the and just what's out there. But hey, we don't, I don't want to get too far out of things with Wednesday. We had a game to discuss <laughs> and predict for Saturday. Oh no, I got to predict. I want your scores. Oh, no. And I want yours first. And I don't need a fence. I want a definitive result. None of this rising fine, will score. Fine, I want an fine, answer. I want an answer. Although, although while I while I do that, can we just enjoy Devin's comment here? Just rising light rail paint all over. Phoenix Rising <laughs> painting the light rail oh, in rising colors and rising players. Alternatively, New Mexico United back in the day when they decided to put their players on solid waste trucks yeah baby we you know something about new metaphors United. metaphors Trash. but um phoenix rising yeah i'm gonna go with you already have a mic but i want to put in both mics please <laughs> two all <laughs> i'm gonna go two all oh, i'm not going for the gosh. win boo this man but i boo this man phoenix in the rising chat everyone will, i think phoenix rising needs to happen let's take a lead Give up two goals, and then there'll be a reasonably late second no. half equalizer in a way no. that will feel like Absolutely. a win. I, Jacob, why are you playing a clapping emoji? What are Jacob we doing? Jacob is broken. Our producer Jacob is broken. Is broken. Jacob is broken. No, like, this man's crazy. Okay. The chat, Pat, you're saying 3-2. Do you go like 2-1 rising? Give me 3-1 rising. That is ambitious. How we're going to get to three goals, I don't know. But it's going to happen. Give me three to one. You can hammer that in on the BetMGM Sportsbook, my friends. Do that. But yes, hammer that. It's going to be an amazing time. Give me three, one. I'll even give you, you know what? I'm going to even go so far. Give me, I'm not going to give you all the scores, but I will say this. Manuel Arteaga, you're bagging a goal. That's right. Take it to the bank. Yes. 
I got that. He's going with Manuel Arteaga to get his first goal of the season. Yep. I like it. You Give like me. it? I do. Give me that. You like do you, do you, would you like to predict any of your two goal scorers oh. for Rising? Jackson Conway. That's a fair shout. Also, I will also say... Uh, I, I'm also Federico say Varela. You know what? I'll also say Jackson Conway, for sure. Yeah, I like that. Give me, both, give me both number nine. You like him? I love you it. like him. I love it. We like him. We oh, like him. Oh, and Fede. All right. All right. I'm going right. Fede. Yeah, I like Fede. I don't. I think I don't know who's Ty, Tyler's booing, but yeah, yeah, he's booing. He's booing one of us. Booing That's me okay. for the draw, probably. I think so. I think so. He's a little delayed yeah, on the boo, but we'll take it. I'll well. take a delayed boo. Better, better late than never. Uh. Okay. I see. Ooh, do, Trejo getting one. I like Trejo? that shout. Yeah. I like I that shout. It. I can see it. Okay. 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 Well, interesting. I, I, want, I want to see some more scores. I'm only seeing two score lines from the chat. Please, please. Um, curious. I think this match is also going to be very chippy because you got to think. Yeah. Energy is running stupid high with everyone. I'm going to go on a limb. At least five yellows. Five yellows. Five yellows. At Easy. least five yellows total. Not Easy. just rising. Easily five yellows. Easy. Please, someone tell me that. Give me a number higher than that. If you, I dare you. Five more than five yellows. I'm open to it, but it's going to be at least five yellows. Easy. Chad, give me a yellows prediction as well, please. That's a. It feels like an odd one that we're predicting yellow cards. It is, now. but like I think it's worth it for this match. But I mean, yeah. If you want to take that six yellow cards in the last meeting between these two sides, so yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, five yellows, easy. Okay. Okay. Anything else? Anything else from this match? Any other fair predictions? We got Rising Five Loyal Zero from Harry. That's Our resident what San we Antonio love fan to see. is in the chat. We love to see that. Five on San Diego. My you know what? Guy. You know what? If San Antonio can believe, we can believe too. Thanks, I mean, Harry. Man, I I don't even know how to better end than that. Both teams end with ten men. Thank you, Pat. Pat Moses so is rooting one. for chaos. I would Wait, love Pat, to see. Wait, you think that. the San Diego will have ten this time? <laughs> That's a far improvement from eight. Here we go. Yeah. All right, Harry. I'm saying, sure. Don't worry, San Di San An uh, too many Sans San Diego San. fans will be. Uh, I'm sure stalking Elton Garcia's LinkedIn likes after this game. Oh, We've dear God! Before, yes. Well. I love that. I, it's a great way to end. Is Harry Rising needs to come out, come out, and I'm assuming go come out strong. Yes, completely agree. Show up early. Show up to tailgating. Come hang with us. We are also going to be there, by the way, very we'll early. Swing around. We want to hang out with you while you guys are tailgating. Come say hi. What's up? Come say hi to me. All of my fans in the chat uh, who adore and admire me, please come say hi. He can hi. do the ads live in person I can, as well. I was, like, doing, I, was doing that at, I was doing that at he, the kid he'll, reveal, he'll and Mikey loved it. And he loved it. On the back. Don't worry. Uh, no, he'll there, do it. There's no, there was no, there's no Pat Moses is on the back for me. Hey, oh, see what I did there? All right. On, there we go. The Pat on, on the back. <laughs> nah. On that note, let's get the heck out of here. Um, well, one more thing to plug. One more thing to oh, plug. Yes, Remember, we will be heading to the stadium tomorrow morning, actually, oh, yes, to looks. chat Thank with you. Bobby Dooley, to chat with Juan Guerra and some players. Make sure to follow uh, the PHNX Rising Twitter account, PHNX underscore, underscore underscore rising. rising. Double underscores, double the fun. He's stealing my line. Um, but yeah, double the underscores, double the fun. Follow us on Twitter. We'll have updates from that tomorrow. Yes, morning, we will have updates so. tomorrow. And reminder, we will be going live after the match ends. Kickoffs at 7.30. As you know, follow us along for updates when we're going live after the match. But it's going to be one heck of a show. But yes, follow us. Stay tuned on PHNX underscore underscore rising. Until then, hang with us. Appreciate you guys. You can follow me. 
Uh, you oh, gonna bring in beers? What? No, I was. We, we almost got out nice. of this. You gonna buy we beers? We almost people? got out of this freaking podcast without anyone promising beer. N- have Max, I? Actually, gonna buy beers? I, we are not gonna. No, you gotta buy beers. We, uh, you can follow me at Max Steven Simpson. And you can on ask Twitter. him for beers on there you as well. Me at Mac, you won't. You you won't. Uh, you can follow me at Max David Simpson on Twitter. You can follow Max him. Max just plugged his at, Twitter twice. Uh, you can follow him at. At OJ Evans 18. You can follow producer Jacob at uh, Jacob Franklin 4. Jacob, yeah? Close enough. Jacob Frank 4? Jacob underscore Franklin. I would, uh, you know what? He's a pity follow. Uh, all right. Anyway, don't follow him. I take it back. Um, all right. Until then, appreciate you guys. Let's get the heck out of here. See you on Saturday. He'll buy you a beer. No. All right. Goodbye.